Connecting life and faith. This is Connections. Welcome to Connections. I'm Colleen Hood with Mike Tom. Today's guest loves Jesus, her husband, her two beautiful daughters, dark chocolate, and writing songs to remind you that you are loved. We're joined today by J.J. Heller and her husband, Dave Heller. She says at some point in our lives, we all want someone to believe in us, to remind us that there is beauty in the world and to tell us that everything is going to be okay. She says there is a child in all of us and that's who she makes music for. Today on Connections, JJ and her husband, Dave, will tell us a little bit about their music, the inspiration behind it. They'll also talk about a new children's book that's set to be released July 20th that they have written together. We're going to hear that and so much more today on Connections. We're joined today by JJ Heller and her husband, Dave. JJ is a singer, songwriter, and the author of a new book called Hand to Hold that's set to be released July 20th. So we're going to start here. We have a personal connection. You might not know, uh, but a year and a half ago, a Canadian Christian radio program director emailed you guys. His wife was in the hospital with severe postpartum. It was really dark. It looked really hopeless. And JJ is uh, that wife's favorite worship artist. And JJ responded with a voice memo for her and uh, a little note encouraging her. That is my wife. And a year and a half later, she is at home and doing well and just took our two little babies off to daycare. So I just wanted to say, Dave, you made it happen. And JJ, you did it. Thank you so much. Uh, She still listens to the voice memo when she's having a tough time sometimes. So I really appreciate it, though, like, how accessible you guys are to to your audience so thank you we uh we have a podcast ourselves and and we were just talking to bob goff uh for an interview and one of the things that he was saying is if if people like your music if people respond to your books don't go missing on on them Mm -hmm. like we're we're not actually made to kind of section ourselves off in a little special room. It's like, make your, make yourself available. Um, because, uh, if you're an artist, if you're an author, you're a person just like everybody else. You're, you're not some special (laughs) brand of human. Um, uh, we, we, we make music and children's books for, an audience and and we want to be there to support the audience and we love hearing stories like that what what's that like to know you can have an impact on somebody's life like that oh it's really weird <laughs> I bet. <laughs> and, and I mean I I do get a lot of requests kind of on a consistent basis whether it's like my mom's a big fan and it's her birthday coming up. And can you make a special video for her? I, I mean, like, I, I, I don't say yes to everything, but there are certain scenarios that pull on my heartstrings. And I just, I feel like it's a place where God can use me. And it, and it is so strange to kind of stop and think about like that, a note from me could be so meaningful to somebody, but the thing is, it's not, it's not really me. It's like the God is using my music in 
in people's lives and they feel very connected to that. And, and some, sometimes I can identify that if I take the time to like send them a note or make them a voice memo, um, it's just a reminder to them that, that God cares about them, that, that God sees where they are and he's listening. And so it is like, it's weird. And it's also humbling to know that, you know, I can be a small part of God working in somebody's life. It's, it's, it's crazy to me. <laughs> and I feel very honored to be in that position. I, I would say though, as well, that sometimes it's just as meaningful to go across the street and give your neighbor some brownies yeah. or something yeah. like that. Like just uh, I, kind of going back to what I was saying a minute ago, it's like JJ is still a normal human being. It's like she's a normal human being that some people who, and there are a lot of people who appreciate the music that she makes. Um, but like, if JJ makes brownies, someone will eat those brownies just like <laughs> if your neighbor made brownies, you know? Like, uh, it's all just very tangible. So that uh, ability to like influence somebody's day doesn't need to be a grand gesture. It mm-hmm. can it can yeah. be something pretty ordinary as well. Now, your music is very impactful, as we've just been discussing, especially for parents. What are you thinking of and what what draws you to write songs like that? Well, we have two little girls of our own who are growing up very fast. Um, (laughs) Our oldest is 12 now. Her name is Lucy. And then our youngest is nine. And her name is Nora. And when they were born, I just found myself writing tons of songs for them. It was like this new part of my heart cracked open and all of these love songs for my children started tumbling out, which was kind of surprising because I had never really been able to write a love song before. Before kids, like JJ's music had a lot to do with like caves and shadows (laughs) and angst. Yes, and no matter how how hard I tried, I just could not find a way to to write like a a happy, joyful song until my children were born. And it was like a, a new part of me was unleashed. And um and so Dave and I wrote a ton of songs for them together, and it was really fun to to hear the feedback from other parents just saying that it gave them the words that they didn't know how to express uh, for their children. And I, I had this revelation um, a couple years ago when I was being interviewed on another podcast. Um, it was a friend of mine who knew that for, uh, a, you know, almost um, two decades now, I've been like struggling with anxiety and panic attacks and, um, and it's at a place now where like, I, I haven't had a panic attack in, I, you know, years, which I'm so grateful for, but I know that like fear and struggling with worry will, will always be a part of my life. Um, and it's, some it's a place where like God has brought a lot of healing, but it's also a place I know that I will always struggle with. And, and so this friend, as I was being interviewed, asked me, if I thought that there was any correlation between uh, my experience with anxiety and the fact that I write lullabies. 
And it was this light bulb moment for me because I had never realized it before, but I think a big part of the reason why I feel compelled to write lullabies is because that's what my heart needs to hear as well, that, that God is faithful, that there's still beauty in the world and that everything's going to be okay. And so this burden that I thought I was carrying my, you know, for most of my life of like panic and worry and anxiety, like somehow God was able to turn into this beautiful gift because I don't think a lot of these lullabies would exist if it weren't for my anxiety. That's really interesting. Like I hear God's redemptive work at work in that then takes that horrible thing and turns it into something beautiful when you let him. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's pretty amazing. And now we've released four. I mean, if you, if you count, if you count an instrumental album and a remake of the first album, it's actually five lullaby Lullaby. projects Mm -hmm. that we've, we've released. So there's, there's a lot of material out there. And I was actually going to say, when you mentioned the anxiety, the panic attacks, when you listen to your music, you wouldn't realize that is a part of your life because is because your music is the complete opposite of that. Yes, it 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 is so much about peace and rest and comfort. But like I said, I think that I feel compelled to make music like that because that's what I'm longing to find myself. What's it like writing uh, together as husband and wife? Is it just natural for you two? Did it just start naturally or? <laughs> <laughs> just like anything, there was quite a, uh, a learning curve. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I, th- I think, I mean, we've been writing together now for over 20 years. And so we've sort of learned each other's strengths and weaknesses. And I think, the way that I like to describe it is that JJ is kind of like down on the ground with a magnifying glass, like looking at grains of sand and like leaves of grass and stuff. And I'm somewhere 30,000 feet up, just kind of like uh, observing, like what are the themes that we see here and what are we really trying to communicate? And so I bring like a much more editorial kind of perspective Um, And then actually what we've been doing a lot in the last couple of years is we've been uh, co-writing with a lot of talented songwriters here in Nashville. And, um, and that's also a really helpful process because uh, we have a tiebreaker. Uh So so, (laughs) uh, if it's just JJ and me writing, it's like, I think this is a good idea. I don't. And and then we're stuck. Yeah. So, um, so it's, it's been a lot of fun to collaborate with other writers, most of the time, their parents as well. Um, and, uh, and so a lot of songwriting is just sort of having a long conversation and trying to, to explore what, what is life about? Like, what, what have you been experiencing? Um, and how can we kind of take those experiences and condense them, like boil off all of the uh, excess and just come down to a really concentrated form of, of expression of one particular experience. 
Well, it's definitely a perfect combo because the music definitely comes across as a well put together, I don't know what word to use, I want to say puzzle. Um, it's beautiful, absolutely beautiful. Now in 2017, you guys decided to start releasing monthly singles. Why did you make that decision? Uh, well, for a lot of reasons. Um, one, we, we really pushed back against streaming for so long because, you know, we've been making music for a long time and the thought of people not paying for our music just felt really scary. And so, you know, we, we were really hesitant about, putting any energy into, into streaming where people could just, you know, listen for free. And, uh, and then we realized that people were buying music less and less. We were getting less and less, um, downloads of our songs and less and less CD sales. And so we thought, okay, it might be time as painful as this is to, to just try this. I think also we had, We'd invested, oh, you, yeah. you know, so much in, in purchasing physical CDs. And so we had a garage full of, of albums that were just taking up space that we were trying to sell. Like literally thousands of CDs <laughs> in the garage. There, there are still quite a few thousand <laughs> in there. But, um, uh, but back in 2017, we, we kind of realized we want to keep making music, but we don't want to keep making CDs. Yeah. Um, and so this was just sort of an experiment to, to say, what would happen if we just continually created um, something to release out into the world that didn't necessarily need to come in a little plastic package. Um, and so that was what, uh, four years ago now. And, um, and it's been amazing to see like JJ's streams back then were something like 800,000 streams a month. And, uh, the latest full month that we have is uh, data on was this past December, and it was 10 million streams in the month of December. So, wow, uh, the the audience has really exploded during that time. The experiment has worked. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> one million of those streams were my wife. So, yeah, say thanks. You've got a great new project coming out in uh, July, a brand new book called Hand to Hold. You also have a song called Hand to Hold. Uh, tell us a little bit about the book. Yeah. Oh, we're so excited. Um, like I said earlier, we started writing all of these lullabies and um, they just, you know, started to gain more and more momentum over the years and a couple years ago, um, a publisher reached out to us and said, Hey, we love your song hand to hold. And we we're wondering if you'd be interested in turning it into a children's book. And it was actually her husband who had heard the song and kept bugging her and saying like, this song needs to be a book. And, yeah. she, and she was like, I don't know. And he was like, no, you have to contact her. <laughs> yeah. So she said, uh, we need to say a big thank you to her husband for making this, this happen. <laughs> um, but it's been so fun. I mean, we got to pick an illustrator and, um, and we're independent artists. And so we've never been with a record label. 
But for this book, we're, we're working with Waterbrook, um, who is uh, just like a, a big publisher. And it's been super fun to work with a, a team. Um, and this illustrator is, um, comes from a, a background of animation. And so every illustration just looks like it could have been plucked from like a Pixar movie. It's just really, really beautiful. And, uh, and it comes from this song, Hand to Hold, which is a blessing that we wrote over our children. And the song was like a little bit too short uh, to be a full book. And so we uh, expanded uh, the content to kind of travel over a little bit more time. And, uh, and it's like a, a really beautiful journey of a girl's experience with her mother throughout the, the course of her day, throughout the course of years and seasons, as her mother is just encouraging her uh, to never lose the wonder in her soul. What's it like to watch that s- go from a song to this story and then like come to life kind of with those illustrations? Oh, it's been really incredible. And at this point, we like the whole book is approved. It's all ready to go, but I am so looking forward to holding a physical copy in my hands. I think that that's when it's all going to, to seem real, but I think I'm, I'm excited that parents all over will be able to hold this book in their hands and to have a bedtime story to read to their children. Because I know like, as parents, our hearts are like overflowing with love for our children, but sometimes it's hard to express in words how we feel for them, especially at the end of the day when, when, you know, we're just exhausted and depleted. <laughs> and we're just like, I love you, but go to bed. <laughs> I, I was just going to say, be honest. What's bedtime like in the Heller house? <laughs> <laughs> Well, I think these days it's a lot easier since our children are, are older and, but it's still like, it's a really sweet time. It's kind of evolved into, um, like this tradition where Dave will, will read a book to them every night. And actually what we do is, um, you know, we give them, I set, I set the timer on my watch for 10 minutes Because they always like, we say it's time for bed. And then, you know, they just like dilly dally forever. (laughs) I forgot I need to pet the dog for eight minutes. (laughs) I really want to snuggle with you right now, mom. Um, And so we we gave them 10 minutes to brush their teeth, put on their pajamas, make sure like all of their stuff is is picked up. And then um, at the end of the 10 minutes, they, they go into... Lucy's bed and Dave will will read them a chapter uh either like from the chronicles of Narnia or right now we've been reading Andrew Peterson's wing feather saga have you guys do you know anything about that I don't know (laughs) Andrew is a really gifted songwriter here in town and um and he wrote this this children's series kind of young adult series and it's this kind of mixture between like uh Narnia and Harry Potter and uh it's like this and it has these Christian spiritual undertones as well it's this uh, incredible kind of epic adventure cool um and actually he is right now they just completed 
fundraising, they raised $5 million to turn that book series into uh, an animated series. Um, wow. And so that's, that's in the process of being developed. So we're, we're wrapping up the final book of the wing feather saga and it's, uh, our girls are loving it. It's funny when you said that uh, bedtime right away at bedtime, it's always the, I love you. Please go to bed. I love it. That's exactly what happens in my house every single night. Um, you look at them with that beautiful smile. Like, go to bed. Don't make any more excuses. <laughs> what things that, that we've found that is just so helpful is just building in a routine so that kids know what to expect. And so that was a part of our girls' bedtime, even when they were younger. Um, and so, you know, I mean, we were making these lullaby albums and it was the kind of thing where where uh you put the music on and they kind of know it's this cue for them it's like oh the song is playing it's time to calm down it's time to put my head on the pillow and normally uh within a couple of songs they're fast asleep we're definitely gonna have to start playing those lullabies every night in our house to get them (laughs) to bed with hand to hold what are you hoping that those pick up the book will take away from it I think, uh, you know, as parents, we, we love our children so much and then they can also drive us so crazy. (laughs) And so like my hope with my lullabies with the book is to remind parents what a gift it is to have children and to be their caretakers. And we have so much to learn from them and, uh, you know, in the, in the book, it, the chorus says, may you never lose the wonder in your soul. May you always have a blanket for the cold. May the living light inside you be the compass as you go. May you always know you have my hand to hold. And so it's this promise that a parent makes to their child, but it's also a reminder to the parent of what a blessing it is to have that responsibility. That's a good reminder for us to have sometimes, especially in the middle of tough circumstances up in Canada. A lot of us parents, like we've been under strict lockdowns, right? And everybody's going a little stir crazy, (laughs) extra time with the kids, but a lot of extra time with the kids. So (laughs) uh, the book comes out in July, but I'm guessing we can pre-order now. Tell us how to do that. And uh, maybe other stuff we can find at places like your website, JJ. Uh, the, um, the book, we, we have a, a dedicated page on JJ's site, which is jjheller.com slash book. Um, and you can find links to all the retailers who are taking pre-orders. So you can get it from Target, Amazon, christianbook.com, like Barnes and Noble, all, all the places, yeah, all the places. Um, and then, uh, JJ is very active on Instagram, which is uh, uh, her profile is JJ Heller Music. Um, and then she also is very active releasing video content. And a lot of kids and parents love watching JJ's music videos. So you can find those on YouTube. Um, so, yeah, if you if you go to jjheller.com, you will find uh, links to all of the social media things and uh, and you can listen to all of the monthly singles. Um, so there, there's, there's lots plenty of stuff. Of stuff out there. <laughs> I did want to say that we also, for everyone who pre-orders, we have like some extra little goodies available 
Um, so we have a free printable. It's this really beautiful hand lettered lyric sign that says, may you never lose the wonder in your soul. So you get a PDF to like download, print on start cardstock, hang in your child's room. Um, and then we also have like a downloadable little craft. That's really cute. It says, uh, may you always know you have my hand to hold. And there's like an empty section of, above that where everybody can trace the outline of their hand and like starting with the biggest hand and then the, the littler hand goes inside and then down and, and it has the date. And so you can kind of keep track of, you know, how little your kids' hands are. And it's really sweet. And then actually the, the day before the book releases, we, it, uh, oh, that's right. we're going to have a, a private zoom or an exclusive zoom conversation with everyone who's, who's pre-ordered and we'll read the book and play a few songs for that group. Nice. So all of that is at jjheller.com slash book. There's like a, a link to the pre-order rewards. Thank you to both for joining us this morning. We appreciate it. And thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to subscribe. We'll talk to you again on Connections.